We'd like to welcome you back to part three of our current event and weekly Bible study for September 25th, 2017. And I'm going to go ahead and continue on the uh, what we were talking about before. And this part, it starts out by saying, check this out. This really puts things in perspective. These famous rich people aren't raising money for hurricane victims like they say they are. Where's the money really going? This is insane. And this video, and I'm just going to play the very first part of it. Uh, you can play the rest of it and watch it if you like. I'll give you a little bit of... Uh, explanation as we go into it. I'm only going to play about a minute of this. And it's entitled Hand in Hand The Illuminati Raise Money for Charity. Hurricane Harvey Irma Agenda 21. And again, this really goes with everything that we've been talking about. How everything that Hollywood, the mainstream media, the Red Cross, the Humane Society, any big organization that's yoked up with the government, all they're putting out is lies regarding this. And just doing all of these things to placate the masses, to make them feel warm and fuzzy when you give all their money, to make everybody think everybody's being taken well, taken care of, and to just really hide all of the horrificness that's going on here. And this video... It starts out by saying the Illuminati, Holly Weird, and the Freemason news media join satanic forces to the so-called lend a helping hand to Hurricane Harvey and Irma victims. <clears throat> All the top Satanists and beta slaves, whores, warlocks, witches, pedophiles, and handlers from the Holly Weird were at the telethon. Benefit called hand in hand. However, watching this benefit money grab, it was clear from the beginning that this telethon was really not being... Well, it's going too fast for me, was really being used not to actually benefit any of the plebeians, but really to help the fellow Masons, Satanists, and occultists in the Houston area and elsewhere who may have been affected by the storm. Well, they're speculating on where the money was going, but I get their point. As per any severe weather change, you can expect the so-called climate change to be blamed for the events to further the United Nations Agenda 21, Agenda 3030 depopulation agenda. Humanity is the enemy of the planet. And then they start out by good old Stevie Wonder, somebody to lean on, and then it shows this, their logo is this hand in hand, and it's literally the strong grip of the lion's paw. Of the Freemason, it's one of the initiation things where, believe you're, I don't know if you're in a coffin or you're laying down and the, and the, the fellow Mason comes up and I don't know if it's the third, fourth, fifth, whatever degree and the, you, you give them the strong grip of the lion's paw and raise them. It's, it's probably the whole thing about um, a false being born again. It's like a false baptism type of death experience because a lot of these secret society initiations mock a lot of the things in Christianity are trying to mimic them. And so this is, li it's literally two hands grabbing each other's forearm, strong grip of the lion paw, hand in hand, a benefit for the hurricane relief. And it starts to, um, and they're, then they're showing all of these secret Masonic handshakes. And now what they're doing, which is so ironic, they're showing all of these stars at this telethon, these Hollywood stars, and their net worth, Barbara Streisand, $370 million net worth. Um, and they're answering the phones because they're such wonderful people. This guy, net worth $50 million. I don't even know who he is. Stevie Wonder, net worth $110 million. 
And they've got, they've literally got a church choir in church robes, church choir robes in the, in the background singing with this devil, Stevie Wonder, we all need somebody to lean on when none of this money is going to be helping anybody in there. And all it's going to be doing is most likely going right back into the hands of the Illuminati. Uh, this lady, I don't know who she is. She's worth 12 million. This lady, she's worth 8 million. These are all Hollywood stars that are volunteering. This guy's worth 40 million. This guy's worth 35 million, 20 million, 8 million, 15 million, 350 million. Oh, I think it's like Jay Leno. I mean, these are some of the biggest stars in Hollywood, okay? And that's that's what we're seeing here. And there are these wonderful people. An uncertain future. And then they they, they 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 we have Leonardo DiCaprio and and this other guy, Tonight, and, and they're appealing to help. all this stuff. It's such a bunch of garbage. These people, if they just you know took a little bit of their net worth, they could far outdo probably anything that a telethon would produce. That's not going to happen. They want to destroy the middle class. They know the middle class is kind of like. You know the 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 driving force that's keeping the Illuminati um, from implementing their plans. They've always said that 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 they need to collapse the middle class of America in order to fully implement the New World Order, the coming New World Order, uh, under Antichrist and false prophet. That they and and this these things are all designed to do that. The Red Cross begging for your money. Every bit of money you're putting into this garbage is literally going back to fund your own destruction it's sure not going to be helping the people that and they and again that's part of the that's part of the agenda as well they're accomplishing so many different satanic uh things just in this one thing we're looking at alone but if you look at totality at this whole teaching it's like wow there's so many different levels of wickedness that's going on here from top to bottom so you can watch the whole video. I'll give you the link there. Now, here's the, here's the next one. I didn't even know about this. Um, a listener sent me this. Hi, Dr. Johnson. I wanted to tell you about the oneamericaappeal.org heist that is causing more money, that is taking more money from the public to pay for the untold weaponized weather damage they caused. Uh, I am sending in another... And again, is it really going toward that? I kind of doubt that. It's it's probably not going to actually help repair anything. They want to perpetuate the misery. Okay, um, I think it's going right back into the coffers of the Illuminati to to fund their own destruction. I am sending another email with pictures of the past five former presidents urging people to donate to this quote charity. So you know it's wicked and evil if you've got Bush Senior, Bush Junior, Clinton. I mean, uh, Jimmy Carter and, and Obama, they're all standing together and they're all urging you to send money to this particular... This, is, this charity has nothing to do with the last one. It has nothing to do with the Red Cross. This shows how they are trying to take every... Pull on the heartstrings of, of every American they can pull on and take as much money from the middle class as they possibly can to further destroy the middle class and then to turn around and use that money to fund our own destruction. That's what's going on here. And so four, five former presidents donated to this charity. Also the logo for the One America Appeal looks like eerily similar to the U.S. Navy map, uh, which shows the New Madrid quake that splits the country in half with a new waterway going all the way through to Canada. I've talked about that many, many times, the New, the new Madrid fault zone and if that ever did actually go, it would actually open up the Mississippi 
it could potentially open up the Mississippi and um, it would be a very, very bad situation. And then she says, talk about predictive programming. FYI, after the Haiti quake, three presidents in the Below group got together to urge people to donate to that cause too. All the money was given to the Clinton Foundation. And we've reported extensively on all the wickedness that the Clintons have done with the Haiti thing, how almost zero amount of that money went to actually helping the Haitians and that they were actually taking up little Haitian children and making sure they were being sold into sex slavery and things of this nature. So that's your hard money at work when you donate to these wicked, evil charities. Um, so anyway, it, it shows the, um, the uh, logo here, One America Appeal, oneamericaappeal.org. And it looks like the hands are getting ready to class together into another strong grip of the lion's paw Freemasonic handshake. All right, let's go further. So taking into account the above, we already know that during Hurricane Katrina, it's been admitted by many that they were killing people instead of saving them. Here is my article from a couple of months ago. Blackwater snipers killed many of the Katrina victims. Now, again, this is more confirmation of what we're talking about with these private contractors, like Blackwater and, and these types. The truth now emerging about the cold-blooded slaughter of Americans during the Katrina disaster is very disturbing to say the least. I ran across the following testimony on Steve Quayle's site this morning. After doing a bit of research, I found corroborating testimony of the story from none other than Kyle Bass himself. Um, Aloha, Steve. I learned some very disturbing details from about nearly a decade-old event that has kept a, been a has been kept a secret from me by a member of my own family regarding Hurricane Katrina. My sister is a nurse, and back then when she renewed her nursing license, she checked a box on the form stating that she would be willing to help in disaster relief if needed. Well, she got the call when Katrina hit New Orleans and went down there to help. She said that when she got there the first couple of days, it was pretty normal, treating persons with broken bones, cuts, stitching people up, and other minor injuries. But then came the body cleanup. Um... She was in the Superdome, and every day they gave her a small tin of Vicks to smear under her nose and a big pack of gum to chew, all to help with the smell of the dead, rotting corpses. She said that she had a strong stomach, but she never dealt with anything like this before. She, she went on to say that there were thousands of bodies. Now, I, I've heard this over and over about what was going on in the Superdome or whatever there in, um, yeah, the Superdome there in um, New Orleans, that it was just like straight from the pit of hell. I mean, it was really bad. Um, she said that there were thousands of bodies. Most of them were shot. The first ones they put in the body bags would be labeled as drowned or something else. She said, hey, these have bullet holes in them. But just like we're seeing with um, Harvey as well, we're seeing a, a lot of those bodies as well, I believe, with bullet holes in them. And they're either being tagged and, and basically, if they're being tagged at all, probably whisked off to wherever to be buried or they're just being let downstream in these rivers to be flushed out into the ocean okay going forward um she was told very firmly that they drowned no one else saw the bodies because they were all bagged and disposed of thousands of them oh what did they have like you know this tiny little body count they, they, they lie to us on such a scale it's hard to comprehend especially with these with these body counts i mean i shudder to think what the body count is in puerto rico right now i mean i i can't even imagine um thousands of them killed by these quote contractors these private contractors like blackwater and them 
Her husband also told us that he was stationed in Gulfport, Mississippi at the time, and there were bodies everywhere. I always thought Katrina was some kind of social experiment, but I was wrong. It was genocide. The official death toll is greatly understated, and the real count is 10 times that number. It's probably way more than that. I just wanted to say beware of the next disaster. That was posted um, on his website on July 9, 2014. Someone who read the above post that we just read added the following. Steve, I'm a former U.S. Army helicopter pilot that was flying into the Gulf of Mexico for the oil industry. I got to know a former Army Blackhawk pilot there who swore he dropped sniper teams on rooftops in downtown New Orleans during Katrina. He told me this years ago, but I thought I would say this now to give credence to the other intel you're getting above. This pilot was a stand-up guy, not given a boasting, I believe every word he said. Here's another post. Um, this was posted on July 10, 2014 on his website, a guy named Matt. Here is the Kyle Bass corroboration. From this link, there's a link given here. Um, in early 2012, I had an unexpected conversation with my friend, Chris Kyle, the author of American Sniper, the guy they made the movie about, the guy that was killed. Okay? Chris Kyle, American Sniper. He had a conversation with him about the Katrina debacle. This is before Chris Kyle died. I heard rumblings about special operations, mainly SEALs, snipers, being deployed to New Orleans. Chris Kyle was a SEAL sniper. The most, had more kills over in the Middle East than anybody in that time era. Okay, so if anybody would know about this, Chris Kyle would know. Anyway, he knew of, of sniper teams being deployed to New Orleans to support the effort to restore order. He confirmed the rumors and shared his own intimate knowledge that close contacts of him, his, many of whom apparently still serving on active duty, took leave to work for the controversial PMC, private military company Blackwater. Okay? It's like the what we're talking about with the movie clip that I had played earlier. Okay? On um, the, the movie clip that we played. So... Chris went on to tell me that the bulk of the guys he knew directly had racked up over 30 kills between them and around the Superdome. I asked him about the rules of engagement, and I asked, who were they shooting at? And he just gave me a big Texas shrug and smile. I figured out really quick that it was 180 grains of due process, usually to the head at 200 meters. 180 grains is referring to the amount of gunpowder in the bullet. Um... <clears throat> Coming from such a source, these accusations have to be taken seriously. Accusations that U.S. military snipers killed U.S. citizens inside the U.S. with no due process of law whatsoever. It was like the purge, basically. Acting as judge, jury, and executioner. The Bush administration would have, have to have signed off on the whole thing. Well, sure they did. This is why the recent debate on Obama's signature killing program has focused too much on the method of killing, which is drones, and too little on the lack of constitutional justification. You don't need a drone to perform extrajudicial killings, not even of U.S. citizens. If the story is true, then yet again Obama is only following Bush's lead. Absolutely. I mean, you know, just two sides of the same wicked coin. Webb writes that he is bothered by what Kyle told him, Chris Kyle. I'll go further. I'm horrified and angered. Those who set up this program are criminals of the highest order. But so too are the supposed heroes of the special forces who participated. Even if they were ordered to do this, they should have refused. It is also important 
to remember that the nursing home patients were euthanized for the convenience of medical personnel in New Orleans. This is an excerpt uh, from a report. Dr. Ewing Cook said that as the staff at Memorial Medical Center in New Orleans were struggling to evacuate patients from the flooding building, he gave the order to give Janie Burgess, 79, who was dying of uterine cancer and kidney failure, a dose of morphine that that he knew would kill her. Cook also described another area of the hospital that was crowded with patients on cots and stretchers where he considered euthanizing the ones that had a do not resuscitate on their charts. We didn't do it because there were, we had too many witnesses, he told ProPublica. That's the honest-to-God truth, but that's the only reason they didn't do it. 34 patients died at Memorial Medical Center following the Katrina disaster, more than any other comparable-sized hospital in the city. A coroner's report stated that more than half of the bodies taken from Memorial tested positive for morphine, or midazolam, midazolam or both. Robert Middleberg, the director of toxicology laboratory where the autopsy samples were tested, said the high drug concentrations found in many of the patients stuck out like a sore thumb. Well, they were just they were giving them lethal doses of morphine in order to kill them, euthanize them. <clears throat> I saw a video on I think A and E about Blackwater, and they mentioned the places they had been deployed to. One of those lo- locations was North America. Remember in the in the movie video clip that we watched. Where it said the real gold mine is domestic operations. Remember the Deagle.com thing predicting they're going to be an 85% reduction in US population by like 2024? That's the gold mine that they're that they're gearing up for and getting ready for. And all of these things we're seeing with these hurricanes and with Harvey and these types of things are beta testing for that to refine their craft. So when whatever the really big thing is that comes in, or it may be a series of really, really big things, they'll be like a well-oiled machine. One of the locations was North America, which stunned even the interviewer. When he asked where in North America, he was told New Orleans during Hurricane Katrina. Where have we heard that before? In the movie clip that I played. See, they're, they're, they're absolutely telegraphing their punches. Hollywood is. And... They're also telling us this way, you know? They even show pictures of men on the streets there. I remember watching a live TV report out of New Orleans in which they were showing people being offloaded from a military truck. The reporter was saying how these people were rescued, etc., etc., and the camera swung to the right a little, and a soldier could be seen with a rifle at the ready pointed in the direction of those being, quote, rescued. Oh, really? The camera swung back to the left immediately as if they weren't supposed to be showing this. The elitist mentality isn't limited to those at the top of the pyramid. It's evident in the attitude of many in this nation. Um, A soldier told me... Oh, here's another comment on this article. A soldier told me he had barge trash duty one day during Katrina. And when he reported there were 2,000 black men that had been shot in the head... He said they dumped them deep in the swamps for alligator food. The soldiers all should have reported this, saying they were following orders is pure BS. When they are no longer needed, the government will get rid of them too. That's not politically correct. 2,000 black men shot in the head during Katrina by most likely these private contractors and then dumped in the swamps as alligator food? Where's the, where's the public outcry from uh, Jesse Jackson and, and the Rambo Coalition and Black Lives Matter and all that? Where, where's the moral outrage? 
Another comment. So if you end up in the storm, do not take shelter with the Red Cross or FEMA. They've used it as a front for many years. Doing good on the outside in order to cover for their activities on the inside. Well, doing supposed good. And of course, never donate to either of them. It's been reported that many Texas hurricane victims were taken to Walmarts, which were set up as FEMA relief shelters. But it's also being noticed that not one person has posted anything about it on social media. No pictures, no nothing. Are these people okay? This reminded me, last Christmas Eve, my son's dad and I arranged to meet at a local Walmart super center in Roseville, California, so I could pick up our son. He was doing some last-minute shopping, and so when I got there, I texted him. I'll just condense this. The bottom line is, she could not communicate with him inside. His cell phone could not send or receive messages, okay? She was on the outside. When she went inside, her cell phone could not send or receive messages. It was only when they were both outside, far enough outside Walmart, that both their phones started working again, and they were actually able to reconnect. And she's noticed this. Um, well, anyway, she says it was a really creepy feeling. Just a few days ago, I was inside the same Walmart, and again, I noticed my phone was useless inside the store. I wonder if this is legal for them to block you from using your phone like that. So, in other words, if they were to round you up and take you in a Walmart, and they have these things in place where they can turn these on and kill your cell phone, you're not going to be able to call out even if you wanted to. And I've seen all these videos about them doing underground tunnels underneath Walmart. What if they load you into Walmart and you don't come out at all? What if you get taken down to some subterranean tunnel in one of these um, magnetic mag lever trains and you're gone? Your human sacrifice bait or, or whatever they use you for. I'm just saying, I mean, wouldn't that be what you would want? Wouldn't you want to cut off all communications? And that would be the perfect place to do it if they have these things set up for that. So this is probably the reason we haven't seen one social media post from the people that have been taken to Walmart relief centers, a.k.a. FEMA camps. Are these people okay? Are they still alive? The question must be asked. Just the other day, some... Someone by the name of Sharon left this comment on my website, on my blog. Uh, I posted the link above. Blackwater snipers killed many of the Katrina victims. Uh, here's what she said. This is from, she posted, Sharon posted this at September 5th, 2017, 4.04 p.m. Quote, I was living employed in a local government uh, 40 miles above NOLA when Katrina hit. I was a member of a group who was undergoing leadership training for the future government organizations. We were up-and-coming leaders for that area of southern Louisiana. After Katrina, we were unable to meet for a while, but eventually did. In our first group meeting, we were allowed to just talk with each other without supervision and try to decompress from the madness our lives had become, from whatever they had saw in Katrina. During that time, one of our group, who had been in charge of the local airport, told us that about 10,000 body bags had been delivered and that the U.S. general who told him that those would not be enough and there were more and more were going to another location for distribution. A second member of our group then shared that her husband, a coroner, had not been home in weeks because he had been conscripted to handle the dead bodies that had been shipped to another parish approximately 150 miles away. Her husband stated that there were many thousands of bodies that were still unprocessed at that time. Nothing like this information was ever made public, but none of this group would have lied either. 
They were all too raw and wounded from the whole Katrina debacle themselves. A week after that meeting, I left southern Louisiana and moved 2,000 miles away. That's another thing. A lot of people don't come forward with this thing because they feel like, well, number one, the government's going to come after me. Number two, it's too horrible for them to possibly believe. So they just move away and try to just, you know, go into a turtle shell and just try to get away from it as much as they can. It's kind of just like a, a normal human reaction in a way, you know. Um, here's, here's another thing. Uh, also, if you want to get creeped out, read this post on Reddit from 2014. A homeless man began posting about what he was seeing, what was happening in his city. So here's a whole other thing about the homeless being taken. Here's a part one and a part two. I'm not even going to get into it. You can read it if you like. I, I give you the links here. Um, and here's a little... Oh, a little picture here. It says, the New World Order plans to exterminate 90% of the world's population, actually more than that. Do you really believe that you are part of that remaining 10%? Educate yourself. The people that are educated are the ones that want to get rid of. And then I also posted, just for the people that would say, I don't believe the guy in the first part, part one, I, I think he's he's not legitimate. Um, he could have made it all up or whatever, even though I think we've totally proven he didn't make it up. He, get, he put another response on YouTube in response to the haters, where he's actually showing footage of his actual um, time there, trying to bolster it. And then I posted also his video entitled, My Live Videos from the Harvey Aftermath. For more proof, here is three hours and 12 minutes of this man's footage from the Texas Harvey rescue effort, from the five days he was there. It's three hours and 12 minutes extra. Um, so he is legit. Now the lady writing this report said lessons learned from his experiences as far as I can see it, meaning his experience, meaning the man that we played in the first part one. Okay. Number one, get out of areas that can be flooded by nature or man. These are easy ways for evil people to kill and trap millions of people. I never live anywhere near that can be flooded. Now I've stated this before too. And again, this would really go for, um, especially in mountainous regions, make sure you're not downstream of a dam that can be blown because that is one of the main things they're going to use to depopulate. And they, they can blame it all on the Muslims too, which would be real easy. Um, and the Muslims want to take credit for this stuff. So they're more than happy. You know, you could, you could literally have... Our government wiring the dams, blowing them, and then and then releasing a whole bunch of Muslims said, hey, you can go take credit for it. And, you know, you get more points with Allah and hell, you know. Um, so that's something you got to think about. Not only are, are, if, are you in a low-lying area that's prone to flooding in a floodplain. No, that really applies also to other areas where there may be dams above you or even mountainous regions. Okay, so just it's a lot to think about there, but, um, you know. It's just good stuff to know. Number two, never let yourself be taken to federal FEMA shelters, etc. ever. Have friends and family and make packs that you will take care of each other in emergencies. Three, you better have guns and supplies at all times to protect your family. Never let your guns be taken away. If you don't have food or water for at least seven days at all times, you're a fool. Four, we are lied to about everything. Don't believe anything they tell you on fake news. Be independent and stop thinking the government is going to take care of you. Our government is the most evil, vile, um, and, and filled with many evil people. Get the truth out now while you still can. 
And that's all I have for today. So we probably, oh, probably about three, I don't know, three and a half hours, a good three and a half hours. Um, I'll go ahead, I'm sorry, it's like 3.15 a.m. where I'm at, so I'm like a little out of it. But I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you. I, I praise you, Lord, that you were able, uh, we're able to come together again, Lord God, to look at these issues. Um, I pray, God, that the body of Christ would really get a hold of this type of brutal truth that's out there and embrace the truth, God, um, that you would give us a love for the truth, a true love for the truth, like, you know, you, you talk about in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, Lord, where for this cause you will send them strong delusion, that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned, you know, who had no love for the truth, essentially, Lord. I pray you give us a love for the truth, no matter how brutal it may be, and that you would mobilize the body of Christ, Lord God, not only just to educate and help others and get prepared for what's coming, uh, but also to pray about these things, Lord, because if we don't know about them, then no prayer is going to be going up about it because we're, we're ignorant of Satan's devices, and we're not supposed to be ignorant of Satan's devices. And I just pray you bless my listeners, Lord, and the body of Christ. I pray you bless them, strengthen them, bless them, body, soul, and spirit, financially, Lord God. I, pr I pray that we, we move in a position of strength toward what is coming, Lord God, and not of weakness, and that you use us mightily in the days and times to come to be a shining light and a help to those that are going to be in need. And that you would use us mightily, Lord God, to lead other people to the Lord Jesus Christ. And I pray you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed as we forgive those who have sinned against us. And that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer, that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.